Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. You know, that's a great, yes, <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, everything's terrible. We all know this, but we don't want to talk hey, about shit's that. shit's like bad. Shit's like friends. real bad. And it has been, but it's like extra bad, which like, not a fan of that. I love that one of the best things about the past five and a half years of doing this show, which like, ugh, right, um, <laughs> is just... Just you are able to track one how much I've gone. Uh, my voice has just changed. Right. It was like, hey, same. Sure. Um, and also just how how bleak the goddamn world's gotten. Yeah, it turns out this. pretty bad actually. Pretty bad. But how are you? <laughs> I'm fine. You know, it's nice and sunny out. I you know I've been trying to find little. Uh, little senses of joy which is great because that's kind of the thing of what we do here and we definitely need it need it <laughs> you need it um and i wanted to give a shout out to squirrels no but also go off squirrels we love them i guess <laughs> i'm sure they're doing great they have no idea what's going on and i love that for them their brains god bless they have no oh. idea they have no shot um i want to give a little shout out to the humble charcuterie board okay tell me everything I know it's become in vogue of people on TikTok making like fancy ass charcut boards, making big old, like getting fancy cheeses, getting all those things. That's fine. I've done that sometimes, you know, where I just want to like treat myself and get a bunch of different things and put it together. Sure. But yesterday I had like a day off that I wasn't expecting and we're all just like, fuck it. Let's vibe. Let's go to the grocery store because it's Friday in the morning and nobody is there. And that's perfect before it goes wild for you know, the cursed holiday the that's that's coming yeah. up, whatever. And I was like, you know what would be great to, to feed this broken soul <laughs> right a now? Memorial Day charcuterie board? Just like a nice big charcut board. You know what? Nothing is better than just different kinds of cheese on like a boat-shaped plate <laughs> that you can transport and has little yes. fruits and you can have a great time with it. And that... That's that's what I'm holding on to. <laughs> Amen. Can I ask for a friend uh-huh. who happens to be me? How do you develop a palette for a fancy charcuterie board? I are you not are you not down with the charcuterie? No, here's the thing. <laughs> I love I love the idea of a charcuterie board because I love sure. little things. I love having because to me, charcuterie board hits on what I love about tapas, which mm-hmm. is I want a plate of lots of different things that I can just and they're and they're handheld things too, which is my favorite. Yeah. Um, because it's so many different sensory things. Mm-hmm. Here's my problem: I grew up not with the finer things. Sure. And so my version of 
charcuterie right <laughs> uh growing up was triscuits right and cheddar cheese and pepperoni i think that is also a charcut i think that's it's fucked up to judge any you know it's like if you got cracker cheese and maybe like a meat or a fruit however you you vibe whatever that's a charcut okay it's all charcut, baby. Oops, all charcut. <laughs> because, oh my god, yes. Because I think it's like, that's the same thing. It's just like, however much you want to like, level it up. And there doesn't mean it's better. You know, they're all, the, a Ritz and a fucking thing of cheese also mm. is delicious. Always, regardless. It's always going to be good. I feel like especially when the weather gets uh, hot. Right. And I increasingly have no energy to make a complex meal. Yeah. That was my go-to as a child and also now is like, oh, I have cheese and crackers. Right. And vegetables. Fuck yeah. And charcuterie board is the adult version of having cheese and crackers. And it makes you feel very accomplished for just eating cheese and crackers. And fancy, which I appreciate because I will always eat cheese and crackers in any form. I recently ran into an experience with a charcuterie board. (laughs) Such a threatening way to say that. (laughs) I ran into an experience. (laughs) I recently turned a corner and there was a charcuterie board. Yeah, you got spooked by a (laughs) charcuterie. I did. And I think my issue is one when they aren't labeled because i'm like oop, that's huge yeah that's definitely a, a bummer for sure um because i'm definitely not gonna ask right <laughs> that's never gonna happen no um and also it's like now you've got dried fruits in the mix which is whoa and then there's a lot of different cheeses and i think the problem for me is like i don't i don't actually like the cheese um, right cheese Cheese doesn't like me, and so we're yeah. kind of on bad terms. <laughs> yeah, we're already on we're already on fighting terms here. Yeah, love a cracker. I I can fuck with the meat, but it's like I've got the stuff that isn't labeled. There's right. a lot of different textures here. Yeah, um, it's a lot of different risky do, things that can happen here. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but I do love the concept of them. Yeah, and. The idea that it's theoretically, especially if you're not making it for an event, you're just making it for yourself. Right. It's low effort. Yes. God. Mm, Ugh, I the best. Uh, so that's that's my little joy that I'm holding up to. God um, bless. How are you doing, my dude? Uh, um, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm here. I'm alive. Yeah. And now that you're older, life insurance more expensive so that's great love that insurance though less expensive so i'll take it that's fun that's a fun little (laughs) trade-off it's a fun little trade-off i'm bringing something to the space for my happy thing this week that is a television show shocker Mm. that is not a good television show so i'm gonna preface fabulous love it i'm already Um, in (laughs) however um hulu as it ought to do sometimes, likes to present me with a challenge of saying, hey, this is going to expire in 14 days. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right. Guess I'll just watch all of it now. (laughs) Yeah. There's 16 seasons. I can do that. Right. (laughs) Game on. Yeah. Thank you. You want to (laughs) bet? And my challenge that was presented that I took from Hulu the over the next fortnight is, in fact, The Real Housewives of Orange County. Oh, my gosh. 
Wow. Now, I've never seen any of them. I've never watched any of the Real Housewives before. Uh-huh. Um, the only thing that I've seen from any of them is the titular meme of that's my opinion. Yes, right. <laughs> Cultural reset. Now, I put this on, one, because I did accept the challenge from Hulu, but also because it is very much a, like, I can put this on and let this play. Right. And I don't need to worry about rewinding it. Or missing something, right? (laughs) Or missing something important, right? Like, it's not like Under the Banner of Heaven where, like, I need to go back Mm -hmm. because I missed something really important. Right. Here's the problem, though. I'm fucking invested now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This is like, for me, this is like a, um, this is like going to the zoo, right? Yeah. Because this show starts in, like, 2005, Maybe. So it's not even, uh, it's standard definition. Like, it's not even formatted for my TV. But I was yeah. like, it's fine, because I'm unpacking and stuff. Like, I'm not even watching it. I'm just listening to it. Right. And all of these women are completely out of touch with the real world, which is why I love it, because it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's right. just, um, but now I'm absolutely invested in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of the shitty drama that they get in with each other and i absolutely intend to finish it <laughs> right <laughs> before um before i don't know where it's going well to, to be fair i think most of if not all of the real housewives are on peacock now oh i think they yeah. have okay, all of them so if you don't Sweet. finish the challenge but i know you will because i believe in you <laughs> you also Sweet. have it there because i i i'm not i'm also not super familiar with the real housewives it's never been my bread and butter the only thing we tried watching the uh, Salt Lake City one because we were like, oh, that'd be fun because also there's a Mormon element to that, which is exactly interesting. Um, but we didn't make it past a few episodes. Um, but I do appreciate the chaos of it all. And that's the thing, right? Is it so chaotic? And I knew like because I know that there's like ten different right spinoffs, yeah. <laughs> And I knew, like, if I'm just going to start one of them, I want to start with the first one so yeah. I can understand the format of the sh- And it's like, there isn't, you know, it's like anything. I can I can pick it up really easily. But I wanted to understand how it works. And also, I get, like, 2005 Andy Cohen, which is hilarious. Right. <laughs> and it reminds me a lot of Selling Sunset, where it's mm-hmm. just, these people are so disconnected from anything. Right. That it's just. There's no sense of reality ever. <laughs> there's no sense of reality, which to be honest, folks, is exactly what I need right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, for real. I don't want to watch anything that is connected with any part of the world right now. I just needed something to keep me from doom scrolling on my phone. And this is working great. Yeah. Hey. It's doing a great job. So um it's it's doing great. It's weird and ridiculous and very petty. Um and I love it a lot. I can't wait for it to go into HD so that my television uh doesn't look like it's broken. (laughs) (laughs) Um but I appreciate it a lot and now I understand why people watch it um, because it's just so disconnected. Right. From it's everything. like the, it's it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it is not good television. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you 
like myself, um, cannot just need an hour <laughs> to just uh, to just let go and watch people be very absorbed in in anything else. Mm-hmm. This is a great choice. Yeah. I don't know that I recommend it, but you know what? But it's hey, working, it's so. it's doing its job, which is important. <laughs> Absolutely. We have a couple of current events, just a little bit. Yeah. The first of which is ours. Just a little bit of current events for us, Ooh. which I love. Yes. Which is by the time that you all are listening to this, it'll be the end of May. It's time for all of your favorite corporations to change their profile pictures to rainbows. Right. God, do you remember last year when we were talking about the Ikea couch? Oh, God. Such simpler times. Was that last year or two years ago? I, mm, it Truly, the, the bisexual couch is eternal. It has lived <laughs> far beyond and far all over. We love to see yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but if you are needing um, merch that, to celebrate Pride... And you don't want to be scanned mm-hmm. or go to Target. Yeah. We have merch. Ooh. And it's, I would, I will say, cute and gay. I will say it's cute too. It's very cute. I wear it all the time. I love it. I love it. It's very soft, which is nice. It is soft. And it literally says, oops, all fruity, which, dang, us. Hello. <laughs> right. And you know that, like, we made it. Right. It and is made by everyone involved in the process is gay. <laughs> so like, yeah, T Public, if you didn't know, gay. Right. Gay. Okay, well, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's great. And if you want to send a few bucks, I'm sure they have sales all the time. So, like, go hog wild. They have sales all the time. Literally, there's never they... not a time where their things are not on sale. So, just do it. You know? What's and gonna... the benefit for our patrons is you all always have a coupon code. That's true. You do us. have a discount. It's so. on our fucking patron page. Right. So. We have a couple of current events that are not related to our merch. Though. Yes, we just do. A little, just a little things. Yeah. And unfortunately, it does not relate to Anne Hathaway at Cannes. But just, wouldn't, shouldn't it be, shouldn't everything shouldn't, be Anne Hathaway in the, all of her outfits? God, she looks so fucking radiant. It's like yeah. honestly ridiculous. It was so fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently there were walkouts at Crimes of the Future, which I did not hear that much about. But I also right. heard that they got like a six minute long standing ovation. So what's the truth? You know Right. What what's I mean? the truth, guys? Yeah. And also this is a thing that like uh, Cronenberg has been teasing this whole time of being like, yeah, people are going to throw up in this movie. People are going to walk out. People are going to hate it. They're going to hate me. And it's going to be awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not okay, well surprised, then. you know, by this. Um, so, you know, right. it's, well then, you know what? Fuck it. some of those people were cowards and not sickos. And you know what? That's on them. I feel. Yeah. So maybe it's not that big of a deal, but I know that cinema blend. Yeah. Cinema <laughs> blend. <laughs> Um, had reported on that. Thank you to Carly Levy for sharing a little bit about that. Yeah. And Case 2 had been like, yes, yeah, so there were some walkouts. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, I'll go fuck. But <laughs> um, she was like, yeah, of course I'm going to stay and watch. It's my movie. Right. Of course. <laughs> like, why is this a question? 
it does make me very interested to know that there was such a a huge difference mm-hmm. between the audience, um, especially because the fact that it's the movie's out like next week, right? right? Yeah, like literally next week. <sighs> so <a> fun, spoopy <laughs> movie for the summer. Yeah, hot girl summer. <laughs> Just a, a hot. Hot girl summer with lots of splooches and... Yeah. Hot sploosh summer. Stop, <laughs> There's a couple of directorial debut updates. Do you want to tell us about Kesu and apparently Dakota Johnson? Yeah, but... Right. We have some, some dual... Uh, director updates here. We know previously that Kesu has been working on a directorial debut and chronology of water, um, which we talked about like a few months ago at this point. Um, yeah, it's been a while. Right. And has just been like waiting to like make it happen, like whatever, let's do it. But it still hasn't like gotten financing for it. Um, and it seems like mostly because she wants to like make the movie with a super small crew and quote an indefinite shooting schedule. <laughs> Along the coast of Oregon. Sure. Which, like, okay, I can see why that might be a little bit hard for investors to sell. But, <laughs> or to sell to investors, whatever. But, um, you know, that's that's fun. Uh, Great. So, we're, you know, the movie's going to happen eventually. But it's, yes. who knows? Who knows? Homegirl's Sometime. just being like, please, anyone, give me shmoney. Especially because the fact that this the premise of this one just sounds really interesting. Right, and it's, like, based on a book. And, like, you know, there's, like, other things that, like, make it seem very buzzy and, like, could be interesting. Has already done short film about water. You know, like, it's in her wheelhouse. Has literally been underwater in a film. I think we got... It's. I feel like it's going to happen. It just, you know, not as fast as maybe we're all hoping for. Wish, whatever. When the time is right. Right. Yeah, it'll happen. Our next future director um, is potentially Dakota Johnson. I'm very curious about this. Right. Like, what it means. Why. For what. Um, Because really... Mostly those last two questions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The good folks at Variety wrote about how Dakota, who already has a... Has co-founded a production company, uh, Tea Time Pictures. Sure. And, you know, thinking about the film she wants to produce under that company or whatever. Um, and says that she's been thinking about actually directing something in the future. Don't let that woman think. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we can't let her get too much power, okay? Don't don't let her do it. Also, tea time is such a weird thing. Like, is it golf? Are they having cucumber sandwich like what is the vibe here yeah it just seems like a lot of vagueness in terms of like what the kind of brand is for the whole thing it's just like it's just about like storytelling and like multiple perspectives and it's like sure yeah absolutely got it anything else and she's like well it's about like movies right we know movies we love movies (laughs) i feel like she got chris martin approval on this she was like yeah babe like i just want to like tell stories and he was like you know what right. you should do it right no one and like it's know. for this this first thing that's like in the tea times production slot or whatever called pff, slip <laughs> at roku mm. okay 
she was basically saying about how she got really jealous thinking about someone else directing it. And she was like, now wait a minute. (laughs) What if I just do it myself? So who knows? Who knows? Don't let this woman think. Yeah. She's like, I just want to be involved in the process. You know, I just want to be in there. Interesting. Which like, okay. Interesting, Dakota. All right. (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll we'll see it, I guess. (laughs) See what you do. Yeah. If you do anything. Yeah. I'm curious but also, these names, yeah, ma'am. Right. Tea time. Tea time. Slip. Slip. What's going on? What is happening yeah. here? I have, I have questions. Yeah. Speaking of questions, that was not an intentional pause. <laughs> just, just a dramatic pause. Know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about Bird Promise. Yeah. It's, it's time. It's time we talk. I got some questions here. Um, yeah. When we last left off, Rose is not doing that well. Right. Not she doing so hot. going on. Yeah. She finally confessed to the family and said, hey, uh, Dimitri's dead. Hey, Chaboy is Sorry. dead. <laughs> um, no, nobody else told you that? Ooh. Ugh. Oops. Sorry. That, the school definitely should have done that. Yeah. Um, and then she was a wallflower at the wake. Yeah. And, I don't know if you all knew, but that right. was a unpublished um, poem. A wallflower at the wake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorite unpublished poems. Wow. Um, Flex. Thank you. Um, that is what I remember. Oh, and then she met uh, at the end uh, fucking Abe or whatever. Yeah, we got our boy Abe, <laughs> who all we've heard about him so far is bad news. Um, he is yeah. known as like the snake. Uh, he has, you know, he's got a weird relationship with the alchemist. People are scared of him. A lot of mob situations feels like going on here. Um, very Tony Soprano. Very Gabagool. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Gabagool, but scary. Um, and so, you know, Rose in ch- chapter nine, Rose is outside trying to like catch her fucking breath. Um, and sees yeah. Abe, and it's like, hey, bestie, what's up? <laughs> like, Yeah, he just comes over with his henchman. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck is up, Rose? And she's like, "Yeah, I know you? What? Right, what is happening? I I don't know what's going on. Um, and this whole conversation is just interesting. As usual, Rose uh, is putting off a great impression. Um and is flirting with the edge of getting herself killed. Right. It's truly and just like pushing <laughs> the little boundary here and the, the envelope yeah. here. Um, and she's just like, well, I'm assuming you already know who I am. What are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, actually, Rose, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> um, and she's like, oh, so you don't. I'm, I'm like here. There's like a funeral going on. I don't know if you noticed. There's like. Someone like just died, and I'm here to like pay respects. Dressed in black, right? It's like kind of a a, like a big bummer in there. You didn't get that vibe from over there. You didn't see that. Yeah. Um, And she's like, I came here to like tell this family that he's dead because obviously that message did not come across. Um, So that's it. Um, Definitely not lying. And he's like, You're definitely lying. What I found so interesting about this dude is, like, when we talked last week, I 
wasn't sure why Rose recognized him. Mm -hmm. Because it was very like, what the fuck? Like, how could she and why? Yeah. (laughs) Right. Because it was very sus. And then it came to find out that like, there were two, well, there were three faces that Rose saw when she got KO'd in the barn. Mm Mm-hmm. One was Dimitri when she was dreaming. Right. The other was Elena. And then the other, because she had seen a man, and the, that man was Abe. Right. Come to find out. Right. Which, like, He was ooh. the one with the earring. Yes, the dangly little earring. The little hoop earring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does a lot of uh, descriptions of this dude. And it's like, okay, <laughs> gotcha, full picture. Yeah. She also calls him old man in this, which I really appreciate. Um, I love that. <laughs> His henchmen do not like it, <clears throat> but Abe loves it. Yeah, Abe is, like, kind of eating this up. He's like, I'm having a good time. You know, we're just, you know, I know that you're lying straight to my face right now, but I'm also not going to tell you shit. So we're just in this little standstill here, and fuck it. Uh, yeah, they were having this, like, really, um, not, like, good, but they were having this, like, jovial kind of... Right, nobody um, seemed in immediate danger, danger. which is great, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then... And then it absolutely changes. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Because she will not tell him the truth, and he seems to, like, know. Right. Um, but, like, in his bones, not actually n- knowledge wise. Right. And, like, especially because. Like, yeah. And, like, Rose, too, is trying to get information of, like, why the fuck are you following me? Who sent you? Any of these things. And he's trying to be coy of like, well, I'll tell you if you tell me why you're here. And she's like, fuck off. <laughs> Absolutely not. You know, what, whatever, like that kind of shit. Um, and being like, you know, having this weird uh, standoff thing of like, you know, I got my boys here and like there's I'm only representing like some people that are interested in you. Like there's a whole network of folks that like want you and I won't say who or why. And you're just going to have to live with that. Unless he's filled the beans. It's so awkward because he finally is like, okay, fine. Like, let's train. Right. I'll yeah. tell you who sent me if you tell me why you actually came to Russia. And don't fucking say that it's for a funeral because I know that's not true. Yeah. And Rose is like, Abe, you silly little old goose. <laughs> Buddy. I told you. <laughs> and he finally snaps and he's like, Rose, you dumb bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, What are you fucking, I, you can't play this game. Like, <laughs> I told you not to lie. And he's like, the laughter's gone. Like, he's not, he's like steps closer to her. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I know that you have a reason for being here. I just don't know what it is. Tell me. Right. And it seems like shit's about to get real. But then it doesn't. Right. And then Victoria fucking swoops on in. And it's like, hey, we've been looking all over for you. (laughs) You want to come back inside? And Rose is like, Abe, sorry. I have other things. To, I have other places that need me. And he's like, okay, we'll, we'll chat about this later. And she's like, we absolutely will not <laughs> chat about this <laughs> yeah. later. See you never. <laughs> See you yeah. never, bud. We're out. Bye. Get out of here. Yeah. And it's interesting because uh, Victoria thinks that... They're like friends. Rose and Abe are friends. Yeah, like they have a cordial relationship. And she's like, I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know I that guy. I don't even know that man. Hate that guy. And she's like, that's really weird because, you know... He helped, you know, like, bring you over here and thought you knew us, you know, um, because you kept saying, you know, Belikov and just, like, 
had the idea to like bring them over to us and to Elena. Um, and she's like, oh, I don't love that. That's so embarrassing. That's so, yeah, A, I'm definitely talking in my sleep, and it's just the last name of my dead, undead uh, boyfriend. <laughs> That's annoying and embarrassing. Um, but also now this guy, it seems like he really uh, knows more than maybe I think, uh, which is annoying. Yeah, and she also, Victoria also says, um, when Abe realized that Oh yeah, Victoria's they don't family know each like, other. didn't know mm-hmm. who Rose was. He was gonna take Rose somewhere else, right? And then Yeva was like, "Actually, <laughs> no, keep no, her no, here. <laughs> I need her. Um, keep her here. I have plans for her because apparently Yeva, the grandmother, had dreamt Rose was gonna come to them, right? And Rose." about loses her mind because she's like wait a second whoa why did Dimitri's grandma <laughs> dream about me hold up this woman who seems to not like me <laughs> death stares and doesn't yeah, speak english or chooses not to um yeah. what is happening here yeah this uh, is very confusion yeah then we get very sad oh it my gets God. very sad um and y'all remember that uh scene in breaking dawn where they're sitting around the fire fuck before the (laughs) before the big fight and they're like hey we are about to die uh let's just share all our memories yeah let's just you know we're all in this together and like remember each other um that's what's happening now yeah Frero decided to take that a little step further a little step further um and was like hey so this is the part where we all just talk about how much we love dimitri and all of the memories of him. And since we haven't seen him in a really long time, we kind of need you to like have a lot of them ready to go, you know, and just emotionally traumatize yourself. Uh, so we can all remember who he was at the end of his life and very specifically how exactly he died <laughs> very deliberately. I feel like this is normal. Yes. At any sort of, uh, I, I haven't been... I've only been to, like, one sort of wake-ish thing. Yeah. But I feel like this is pretty common mm-hmm. for the way that people grieve. Yes. Um, whether it's planned or not, but often to, like, share memories that you have with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> so naturally when Rose realizes, like, why they've guided her to this fire pit, she's like, uh, no. No, I don't want to do this. Oh, <laughs> I ain't ready. Nope. <laughs> okay, mm-mm. No. And they're like, we need um, <laughs> you, though. For real, though. Please. Especially when, um, when <laughs> which is what I love about Rose, when she finally, like, opens her trap, she will not shut up. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> goes so in detail. Like. For no reason. For no reason. Like, they were asking more specifically of, like, what was he like? What was he like? What was he tell like? Like about his last days. What were his last days like? Like how did you guys vibe? Because you can tell, obviously, too, after this, that like you get they know that there was a relationship between the two of them that wasn't just Rose a teacher. Tells everything. She just is so, and like she didn't need to because they kind of picked up on it, but she just like went yeah. in detail of every thing, all of it. <laughs> and I mean, not like. Not the no, not sex, like the sex, but like you know, the way she talks about him. Right, the way she talks about him, and it's like super revealing. And she talks about every minute of the last few days of his life, um, some of which she had already talked about, but just even goes further in, and it's like Rose, 
please. <laughs> we don't. And meanwhile, is it Victoria or someone else just like trying to translate as best as she can? Like go, yeah. you know, turbo mode. <laughs> Paul Rose is just like word vomiting. Because at first she was going pretty slow. Right. Yes. Because um, when she was hearing the stories from other people, mm-hmm. she was just like sobbing. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and... And talking pretty slow, which made it easier for Victoria to translate. And then when she just, like, unhinges her jaw, um, she <laughs> won't shut up. Um, but I think that the Dimitri's family, mm-hmm. and I'm imagining based on if the other people in town had kind of asked, like, who's this random person, right. only knew Rose was Dimitri's student. Right. And once she talks about, like... Um, when the when the Strigoi had attacked and and how he went and tried to save everyone, with the amount of detail that she described, it's not like um, <laughs> it's not like an average student would have been attached to his hip like that. Right. And so I think that people kind of filled in the blanks like, oh, they were together. Right. Um. And she didn't need to say that for people to realize, like, oh, this woman is here. She did this. The school didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And she's here and she's sobbing. Yeah, like, clearly oh, there's something emotional. <laughs> like, it's not just someone who worked or studied under him and is, like, a, a messenger. You Like, you don't have that reaction, obviously. Right. That's the case. Yeah. Um, they do their whole little thing. Everyone's kind of, you know not loving it but they're they're getting it yeah um she notices that abe and his 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 crew are kind of in the back still like listening and still kind of there which she's like okay keeping that in the back pocket and then they get wasted (laughs) she gets wasted. yeah she gets yes of course notably she gets wasted um because i think they toast to dimitri with like this russian vodka yes and rose is like actually i uh need all of this right and it's immediately first like this is not vodka (laughs) and they're like oh sweetie (laughs) welcome to russia (laughs) like here we are um and so she drinks a lot gets incredibly emotional obviously um as the more drunk she gets um and at some point, uh, you know, she's like wobbling and stuff. And Sydney is like, hey, you didn't have to like drink every time they offered it to you. <laughs> like nobody was forcing <laughs> you to do that. And Rose is like, I didn't want to be rude. I, <laughs> I can't, I can't be, that's mean. That's rude and mean to, mean. to the place they're hosting us. I can't just say no right. to their vodka, um, but ends up drinking way, way too much. <laughs> Yeah, which I thought was hilarious. The other thing, too, is, like, Sydney is trying to guide her upstairs yes. to go to bed. right. Um, <clears throat> Rose is like, it's really weird they were acting like I was Dimitri's widow. <laughs> and Sydney's like, well, you might as well have been. Right. Because um, <clears throat> not a lot of people get married around here, and so if you're with someone long enough, they kind of figure it's it's about the same. Right. Um, and Rose is like, well... Uh, can't deal with that like i'm not gonna think about that right now i'm not in the emotional (laughs) headspace to do that so i'm just gonna tuck that away yeah for a different time right (sighs) um 
And a lot of these questions that she's asking, while very much just drunk, Sydney does not have a response to because she's never she's never been in love, and so she's like, I don't I don't know if it'll ever get better, Rose. I'm right. Sorry. <laughs> and she's like having know. conversations in her own head, and then like saying the answers to herself out loud. And Sydney's just like, I don't know what yeah. you're doing. <laughs> but you're just gonna have your little moment and sleep it off, and just think about that in the morning when you're not yeah. as drunk. <laughs> I am wondering if Ferrero's editors forced her to have these uh, moments with Lissa. Yeah. Because they feel so awkward to me. They're so forced. And like, I know we're like building up this Avery situation. Like, I know. I get it. I get what we're doing here. I get it with the Adrian. I get it. Okay. But like, every time in the last few chapters has felt very strange. Like, whiplash in not a way that serves the plot really at this moment or feels like it's like it's obviously teeing up but like it's not just the placing of it doesn't feel like the vibe i don't know i i don't like it (laughs) i understand why right is doing it i understand it's very clear what's happening especially because of the amount of mirroring that's happening but it just feels out of place right because like I, I see too that like obviously we want it seems like she's trying to like give them equal amounts of importance both timeline or both yeah. like places and people but like that's obviously not the case right now <laughs> like it's not, it's not. No. and it's weird to like pretend as if like giving them equal footing makes the most sense for both Lissa and Rose when really Lissa's having a very different situation right now than Rose is and most of the emotional core of this book so far is Rose going through trauma and grief and all this shit um yeah so it's like just feels out of place to like just sort of make up (laughs) that like they're on it's like we're I'm so glad to hear from both of them at the same time it's like maybe I would like a few chapters maybe without this perspective and that's okay I think we're good I agree I agree. It's weird, especially because this chapter, at least the first part of it, um, is just Avery being like, let's just, like, cut class. Like, fuck school. Yeah, fuck school. I don't even go here. Yeah. But, like, let's just... Like, whatever. Let's just pull fire alarms and make this really, uh, honestly, like, really scary for a lot of the instructors here. Um... Yeah, because even though we just had this major trauma, like have huge school wide events of attacks and murders and wild stuff, and Avery just swoops on in here. It's like, what if I pulled the fire alarm though, <laughs> and we all just didn't have to go to class anymore and think about the Scarlet Letter? Wouldn't that be really fun? Uh, it's like these people are traumatized, Avery. <laughs> And, like, one fire alarm, sure. Sure. Annoying, but whatever. Right. But she was like, I have it on good authority that another alarm's going to go off when the school, at the school when they open the doors, and another (sighs) one's going to go off once they think that, like, everything's fine. And it's like, that's really fucked up, actually. Hey, Avery, how will you stop (laughs) that? Because I don't love that. That's, like, really messed up. So don't do that. Yeah. It's not, not a fan. God. Ugh, they this whole moment with Adrian is like is weird weird and you know 
like I get it, but enough. <laughs> I'm just saying, like Adrian's just like, like chilling in this like like she like bangs on his door and be like, I need Adrian to see this and what I've done and how fucking sick that was. Um, and then he'll love me kind of energy. Um, and he just like just woke up in the middle of the day and you know opens up a beer or something. It's like what what is going on? Um, why are you here at my dorm? Like what? <laughs> Avery, why do you have such pick me energy? Right, like I, I, I see what you're doing here. I want someone who hates me and doesn't want to be with me. Don't you get it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are being too eager. <laughs> exactly. I don't love it. The rest of this chapter, though, I fucking love it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I finally getting some good Yeva content. Listen, uh, is exactly what I want. Yeva's a bad bitch, and we've known that. We've, I love we we picked up on that energy immediately. And she is coming into fruition. I love to see it. <laughs> I just love that Rose got like four hours of sleep. Yeah. Is so hungover and is woken up by Yeva just literally kicking and shaking her bed. Yeah. And just being like, hey, <laughs> like, no, obviously not saying anything, but like muttering in Russian. Um, yeah. And being like, hey, bitch, it's time to go. <laughs> And Rose is like, I am never drinking again. I am so tired. I hate this. Why is this? It's so early. I don't know what. Is the sun even going? What's going on? I hate it here. Um, And, you know, Paul is like, hey, grandma says you have to go with her. And she's like, what? I'm 10 years old, but I'm translating for this 200-year-old woman. Right. Please don't be mad at me. Mother time. And, and she's like, what? I, why? Where? And poor Paul is like, says you can't get changed. Yeah. You can't Grandma do anything. You, you don't need to know. Shower. Right. You have to go right now. There's no time. And she's like, can I brush can my teeth? Brush <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I guess we can do that. <laughs> I love oh, this God. dynamic so much. Like this is the buddy cop, you know, energy. Oh, you know, I, I love it so I love much. It. I love it. Very odd Especially couple, like, you know. <laughs> I love it. When they go downstairs and Elena's like, God damn it. Yeah, she's doing Yeva. one of her things again. <laughs> she gave us being Yeva again. <laughs> and, you know, Elena's like, oh, it's pretty early for you, huh? And she's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I just I'm going to do this. Yeah, Elena's also like, hey, you want breakfast? And Yeva's just like pointing to her wrist, like, we got to go. <laughs> there is no time. We do not have time. We don't have time. <laughs> Something's important. <sighs> she brings out a little satchel in the living room. Um, just hands it to her, obviously with no communication. <laughs> and Rose is like, no. okay, um, I'm just going to put this over my shoulder. Um, there are things in it. Um, and okay. And then there's a, another bag. Just she's just becoming bag lady at this point. Just yep. <laughs> throwing all these totes, little shoulder bags, you know. I'm like, okay, all right. Um, and now yeah, it's like two bags and a box, a big box, yeah. Um, and she's like, hey, um, Yeva, what the fuck is? This? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you making me carry like fifty pounds of? Shit? I was okay with like the two bags because they weren't that heavy. This box is literally a brick. What is happening? <laughs> what does it mean? Oh. Um. Uh, and there's more boxes. And then they have to walk for like an hour. <laughs> go on this little journey of walking. Um, I, I, 
I'm so obsessed poor Paul. with this. Yeah, poor Paul. <laughs> just being like, hey. Because he's just the messenger, right? And so he's like, um, so Yeva says that if you're such a famous strip boy killer, then like this shouldn't be a problem. Right. So I think you can just toughen up. Okay. So <laughs> she's kind of <laughs> when Paul. Every time, <laughs> every time that Paul spoke, I kind of just wanted to kick it. Right. Every t- when Paul was like, hey, she's kind of surprised you can't move faster. <laughs> <laughs> like Paul. Yeah, like Uncle Dimitri never would have complained this much. Yeah, you're kind of being uh, annoying. <laughs> and I was like, I can't with this. I am being bullied on all sides. I'm hungover. I'm carrying like 50 plus pounds of stuff. Yeah. And we've been I walking for an you... hour. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going. Yeva, what did you do? Yeva, please. They find this little house. <laughs> this tiny, tiny house. <laughs> it's all like kind of, you know, weird, uh, flashy design, like Moscow, St. Petersburg era, like vibes of, of design or whatever. Yeva just comes on up, says nothing, knocks on the fucking door. <laughs> and it's like, hey, hey, bitch, let's go. Um, and someone, someone opens. It's this Maroi woman. Um, with strawberry blonde hair. Um, they speak mm-hmm. a little bit in Russian. Um, and thank God she like speaks back, switches to English for Rose, because she's like, oh, baby, <laughs> I can tell you have not been able to speak for like an hour because <laughs> you were just yeah. here. And then there was like, it's Oksana, and she's like, oh, hey, what's up? Okay, what uh, up? My husband is in the garden uh, in market. Like, he'll be in here soon. Um, Rose is like, hey, what is happening? <laughs> Thankfully, like, Oksana offers them chairs. Yeah. Um, and Oksana, like, goes through the stuff that Rose was carrying. And some of the, the like, two bags were filled with, like, funeral st- stuff that they had just used. So, like, dishes and pots and whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, and Oksana finally goes through that big-ass box <laughs> that Rose was carrying. Full of and garden it was just, bricks. Like, bricks. <laughs> and Rose was like... Is, like Yeva, what the fuck? Yeva, are you fucking kidding me right now? My Mr. Pack Mule. You literally Mary carried bricks. I thought this was going to be like maybe a spiritual situation here and I'm just your yeah. pack mule. What the fuck? Just... God damn it. Yeah. She's like, it's very sweet of you to like carry all that stuff. And she's like, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Thank I'm you. super mm-hmm. happy to help. You're welcome. <laughs> But Rose doesn't realize, like, that was, like, super fucked up. But Oksana and uh, Mark are, like, it's actually kind of a treat for her. Yeah. Because they are a married couple, and they're Maroi and a Hampir. So she's like, wait a second, what? Hold up. (laughs) What? That's not, that doesn't. That's illegal. (laughs) You can't do that. I thought you weren't, that doesn't, that's not a thing. I thought. Um. Yeah, and she's like, and well, maybe I can them. marry Alyssa, just kidding, <laughs> unless. Uh, <laughs> um, and they offer food, and Rose is like, oh, thank God. And Rose is, like, watching them make this food, because, the, you know, Yeva's not going to talk. Right. Um, <laughs> Yeva's just yeah. sitting there, sitting pretty. <laughs> and Mark and Oksana aren't really talking to each other, but they're communicating. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rose is like, wait a fucking second, you two are bonded. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and Oksana's like, yeah, didn't 
Didn't Yeva tell you? And she's like, God damn it. Why does nobody tell me anything? (laughs) Why won't this woman tell me anything? (sighs) So So they finally find another bond. Why? Right. Why she's here. Uh, But yeah, they're like a married, bonded couple. And she asks about like spirit. Yeah. Which apparently like that part is not widely known. Right. Because she, like, all that really Rose is basing off of is, A, her and Lissa, and then also the very terrifying legend of Vladimir and, and, oh, and yeah, Anna. Vlad. Vlad <laughs> which did not work out so well for them. Um, and uh, Miss Carp. And so she's like, okay, there's, like, actual people that are, like, alive and have a control over it and, like, work together and are married. Like, that's what... What the... Yeah, they don't seem... Evil. Right, they don't seem That's like they've good. lost all sense of control um, and, like, have gone to the deep end. Like, they seem, like, nice. Yeah. Not, like, super unstable. Very good. Love to see it. Very encouraging. Yeah. When she finally goes out into the garden with Mark, I about lost my shit. Uh, yeah. Because it seems like the point of Yeva bringing Rose was so that she could... Rose could learn from Mark. Yes. But it also doesn't seem like that's how it works. Like, <laughs> Rose is kind of teaching Mark some stuff, mm-hmm. which I loved. Right, because um, it seems like she's like, for what Mark and uh, Oksana feel like, they're just kind of always been like, this is just how it happens. Like, this, sometimes this happens, and that's, we don't really know too much about all of it, you know, in comparison. Yeah. Uh, but Rose is like, I've done some reading, actually. I got some books. <laughs> You know, I've had some experiences. Let me drop some knowledge on you. I also thought it was super cute that Mark uh, told Rose about Yeva's intentions. Right. Um, and she, and that Yeva um, thinks Rose is worthy of her grandson, which I thought was super cute. Yeah. Uh. So, because Yeva, you know, will never say that. <laughs> right. Uh. Also, uh, oh my God. Sorry. Um. Mark drops the term bondmate, which I thought was super cute. Oh my god. And Rose god. is like, yeah. oh my god, that's so cute. Um, obviously, bond babe is better, and we should have written this book, but <laughs> bondmate True. is very cute. Um, I did like that. He also um, he also says, like, so why why are you here? Like, where where is Lissa? Where's your girl? Um, why did you abandon her? <laughs> why did you abandon her? And Rose is like, oh my god, like, I whoa, didn't abandon Guys, her. We're, all, we're being a, a pretty hostile right now. I don't appreciate the energy here. Yeah. He also says the the unpromised thing again, mm-hmm. which is a apparently a very big deal. But he, the most important thing about this conversation which left me and Rose, I think, kind of jaw drooping at the end of this, mm-hmm. um, was the way that this chapter ends. Because Rose had been noticing the whole time, like, Oksana seems fine, mm-hmm. not like Lissa, doesn't need to take medication, like, is just vibing. Right. And Mark doesn't have any of the darkness that, like, Rose was having. Right. So what, what is their secret? Is it a vino? What is it? Um, and he says at the end, like, well, why, why don't you just have Lissa heal the darkness out of you? Right. Uh, Um, uh, what? What? Hello? Like, you can just do that? You can just do that? Mm, What? 
What? Sorry. That was there the whole time? That was it? That was... He just said it like... He said it like it was so matter of fact. Right. And it, uh, <laughs> sir? Like, hmm. Okay. So... But... I... So that's something that we need to kind of just reckon with. Just like circle back <laughs> on that one. Um, you know, yeah. see what the fuck is up with that. Um, yeah. What? Because apparently if that's just a thing... That, but what else can't they do? <laughs> like, <laughs> Right, exactly. That just feels like too easy of a solution. But okay, sure. Great. I think that we might need to investigate that little bit more yeah, in chapters 11 and 12. See what though. the hell okay. that means. <laughs> right. In practice. Um, yeah. But, I mean, good for Oksana and Mark to just be, you know, vibing. Yeah. And having a great grand old time. Yeah. So... I guess we will learn a little bit more. Oh, and also they said that uh, Hampier's for hire. Oh, uh, yeah. Which makes a lot more sense. Which, about, about the whole Abe thing of being... Because he was saying, too, about, like, how the sort of culture is changing in terms of, like, Hampier's and stuff, which Rose has been noticing on her journeys and stuff of, you know, um, folks not wanting to do the school stuff anymore, not wanting to fight for their lives or whatever, and just, like, have families or, you know, fight for themselves and not for another thing. Um, and a big yeah. part of that is like a lot of them get enlisted by, you know, these big, you know, dudes like Abe who like have their own business and stuff going on, um, which is yes. like, uh oh, it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see where this goes. Yeah. For now, especially since there's still an hour walk, presumably uphill now that Rose has to do after this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will be curious. Yeah. Uh, but we have some amazing patrons. Hell to yeah. Thank. Would you like to start us off? Absolutely. Thank you to Katie Black. Ooh. Bam, bam, bam. Thank you to Kylie Minty. Bam, 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 bam. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Ooh. Thank you to Carrie Goldberg. Bam, bam, bam. Thank you to Rebecca Cullen. Ooh. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Bing, bing, bing. Bing, 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 bing. Thank you to Cassandra Bomer. Ooh. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Bing, bing. Thank you to bing, Cassandra O'Shea. O'Shea. Thank you to Clara Belcock. Bing, bing, bing. Bing, bing, bing. Thank you to Katya Karp. Ooh. Thank you to Hannah. Dragomir. Thank you to Hope Castile. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Rachel Ashford. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Samara Rinaldi. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Thank you to Genevieve Morgan. Ooh. Thank you to Tess Avery. Thank you to Danielle Burke. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to my mom, your mom, <gasps> our mom, Kelly Beck. Mom. <laughs> Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Ooh. Thank you to Laura Forty. <laughs> Thank you to Dan Zeklos. <laughs> Thank you. Boop, boop, boop. Thank you to Maria Swan. Ooh. Thank you to India Peach. 
And last, but certainly not least, thank you to Emily Ozera. So I found this by myself. Ooh, interesting. (laughs) Written by Goth Chewbacca. Okay. (laughs) Um, And it's (laughs) titled Blood Promise. The summary is Blood Promise, but if Lissa went with Rose to Russia to hunt Dimitri. Additional tags. Another dumpster fire by yours truly, but once again, I'm enjoying myself. Best friends who hunt down undead boyfriends together. This is really moody, just a warning. Oops. Okay. (laughs) BFF trip abroad, but with an unhealthy amount of vampire slaying and trauma along the way. So, you know, just a little. Sure. (laughs) Great. Just a little bit. Just a little. Okay. This is from the... God, this would have been like the first chapter of Blood Promise, Um, but it's also in this fanfiction as chapter one. Lissa pursed her lips. She held up a finger and turned back to the bushes she'd been hiding in. She emerged with a duffel bag and a small backpack. God, they were both a nightmare. No one is going to let either of you drop out, I warned them. No, which is why I'm going to compel the guards at the gate. Lissa replied matter-of-factly. I looked to Christian. And what was your grand plan, idiot? He shrugged. You and I have escaped worse. I figured we'd make it up as we went. I could argue until I was blue in the face, but I wouldn't get anywhere. (laughs) Christian was a stubborn little shit, and Lissa had agonized and deliberated and ultimately made up her mind. Once she did that, there was never any possible way to argue. Against the two of them, I had no hope. If I'd left without them, they'd follow me anyway. When it came to protecting the people she loved, Lissa would do absolutely anything, and I had the feeling that Christian would do the same. I had to agree to let them come with me so that I could try and keep them safe. They had a better chance with me than they did on their own chasing after me. I sighed. Okay, I relented. Let's go and kill my undead boyfriend. End scene. Damn. (laughs) This is far more interesting to me yeah. than the weird cutaways that we're getting right now. Yeah, this is that's the energy for sure that I would I would like to see. <laughs> Can you imagine Christian trying to do his like shitty compulsion? <sighs> I would I would die for it. Yeah. Anyways, that one came out like super recent like a week ago this fan fiction. Um so if you are interested in it, it is a uh, over 30,000 words. Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, enjoy. Yeah. Friends, we've given you so many different recommendations. Um, we are, we've got a really great treat coming up for you for our May uh, bonus Jonas. Uh, so I'm very excited <laughs> for that. Um, but until next week, as we say in the Pacific Northwest. Get it. And get it. Ooh. Ooh. Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye.
You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone.